thank you very much for the invitation to London, London School of Economics, and thank you for attending this dialogue. Well, let me go faster to some information that maybe is useful for this uh, dialogue that we are going to have. We have 8.4% of the total population in Mexico and 0.8% of the national ter territory. Um, as you know, the city was built on a lake. Who chose the place? Um, the Aztecs were, and our national symbol, the eagle. And Tenochtitlan used to be a megalopolis by the time when the Spanish reached Mexico. They had something like 250,000 people there, which was largest than any European city by the time. Uh, why is so important this? Because the main risk for the city is about flooding. Uh, we import half of the water consumption consumption of water, uh, of the city. We are importing this, and the other fifty percent of our consumption came from our own resources, with a very very expensive system to uh, you know perform this work to the city. Water and air quality, main issues to warranty the survival of the city and sustainably. Um, the metropolitan area population right now, it's about 21.1 million people. But I'm running only 9 million. And 4.5 million visit Mexico City every day. We have 3.8 million vehicles. Also, 80% of the mobility of the city is in public transportation facilities. 80% of the population move themselves in subways, uh, buses, or taxis. Only 20% uses cars, but the city was designed by the cars. Those are the trips per day, another figure, 28.2 million trips per day in the city. And um, just to take in account this, in 1904, the city government measured the speed average of the city. So you have 10 kilometers per hour. 106 years ago. Now uh, we have eight kilometers. A <laughs> hundred years later. Uh, so, what's the plan of the city? Our public policies. It's about um, how to build a, so a society which are largest problems in order to survive. So we should have uh, a very strong idea about 
our resources and the, the green future of the city. Because of the way air pollution and water, as I mentioned, are going to put in jeopardy the future of the city. Public spaces think the city in other way, not anymore design the city only for cars. Education and social development, equality, equality or equity, uh, innovation in, in the economy, a new, finally a new economy based on innovation and knowledge. So those are the main objectives right now in Mexico City about public policy. Uh, so therefore, we open the city to the rights and freedom open city, which means to build a liberal society and uh, which is very, you know, difficult to have those decisions can cost a lot in the next election, but it's a part of our philosophy of life. And we think that is the only way to build a really free society without frustration and increase conflict and violence. Um, we are expanding public health and social security in the, in the city. We are attending more or less 3.5 million people. We have new hospitals and we have something like 30 hospitals and uh, taking care about elderly and handicapped people and so we had the, the, the largest social security network in the country built with local resources in the past 10, 12 years exactly and uh, which is the other part very important for the future of the city. Um, education we are working mainly with uh, the high schools in Mexico City. So we are supporting something like 230,000 young people. They have the right to, to have $50 per month or more if they have better qualifications. So it means that Mexico City right now has uh, the, the only 5% uh, of, of the desertion of the people who leave the, the high schools, which is a very good figure, I think. Uh, this uh, the name in Spanish, Prepasi. Um, you, you have 230,000. I think that this policy should be a national one, but it's a matter of time to do it, as it was with the elderly in the past six years. Um, what about the economy? Well, we, we are, uh, our income is high. We are the fourth economy of Latin America. Um, we have highly trained human resources, but the city needs something more or something else to grow in the next years, which is to try to pass through a knowledge economy because today we are a services economy 
in the middle of, you know, to be a com very competitive economy or not. So we should do it. Uh, so we are intensify our work with new technological development with uh, science and, and, and technology in those most important areas of our economy in the city, which are uh, all the pharmaceutical and medical care industry, information technology, and communication and energy industries, which are the new kind of green economy that we need and we are going to follow in the next years. Um, we are supporting new enterprises. We are promoting patents in Mexico. I don't know if you have the figure, but when we signed the NAFTA in 83, we have 600 or less appliance for patents in Mexico from Mexicans. Past year, the figure, 600. So we're missing the, the, the main point of the change in the economics. And we have less and less uh, production of oil in our country. So we should change our economy as far as we can, as fast as we can. That's why we are doing all these kind of things. Um, right now we are supporting 57 national patents and promotion. The, the first call to patent registration in the city, supported by the government, we have 12 proposals only, which is a very low innovation rate in the city. The second call, 28. And the third one, maybe we are going to have more than 100. So it's working on. Uh, new new development about science technology and economy this is a project in the south of the area of the city very near the national university and we are going to put there uh, several teams from the university with a very high specialized um, hospital and also researchers for from uh, pharmaceutical laboratories in, in the same place. This is a new concept in the city. We are in the middle of this project right now. Those are some of the characteristics and ideas about this project. Uh, Norman Foster is with us on board. And we would like to have something new in the concept and new in the relationship with the natural resources of the sun. So it's very interesting, this project. It's already approved. We have a green plan in the city, which is uh, very important for us. It's uh, about natural resources, water, air, which I mentioned, public space, mobility, waste management and energy, and climate change. Um, our conservation land represents more than 50% of the city total area today. So it's uh, crucial to us to maintain this area uh, under protection. It's not very easy because we have the urban pressure all the time over those resources. But this is a key to have in mind this. 
Um, for the first time in 20 years, in this year, 2010, we are going to have a 10% of reduction in our water consumption, which is a key issue to solve. And the way to do it was money, the tariff. This is the tariff of uh, Mexico City by consumption. This is a comparison. This is 2008, and this is 2009. So this is the increase in, in just one year, and this is the consumption. So the, the, the idea is to reduce the consumption of the city more than 25% for to the end of this administration, 2012. This is uh, a global idea. Um, Over-exploitation of uh, underground water in Mexico City per year is about this figure, 214 meters, cubic meters, recharge only 366 meters. So you are going to have always a shrinking city with those figures. That's why it's so important to reduce the consumption and to reduce the extraction of water from underground. Those are some um, figures that show you the difference between 19, uh, uh, a century ago and in the 50s, past centuries, the 70s, and right now we are we we are here. So as you can see, changing everything here, the the city is shrinking very fast. So it's a major risk for the future, near future. Um, uh, also for. We have an agreement with the national government of Mexico in order to have treatment for 23 meters per second, which is the largest treatment plant it will be in Latin America for the next two years. The, the, it's planned to complete this plant in the next two years. And we are providing the guarantees, the financial guarantees, uh, uh, both with the federal government in order to finish this on time. And for first time also we are we have the water treatment plant for aquifer recharge. We we are starting this year with twenty liters per second. And the next year it's going to increase. So the idea is reduce consumption recharge the aquifer of the, of the city and increase the treatment all at the same time. Uh, we are recovering one of the latest rivers of the, of the city, which is Rio Magdalena and Slava. They, they were abandoned, but uh, we are investing an important amount of money in order to recover them to clean them and to maintain them alive. Because all over all the rivers of the city right now are a part of the you know the facilities for um, uh, the the profound system 
of the city in order to control the dirty waters, waters of the city. This is a project. These are south of the part of south of the city, the Viveros area, and this is the, the, the river. Right now the river is a disaster, but it's going to be here like this in a year and a half in order to show the people that it makes sense and it's possible to recover the water of the city. Air quality, well, you have, we have an active volcano at 72 kilometers from downtown and all the other characteristics. So the air quality in the city is really a very difficult thing to to solve because you have several months during each year without wind and you have certain circumstances that made things worse than in other cities. 86.95 this was a photo of the city visibility less than 7 kilometers air quality less than 10% of healthy days per year this is the evolution of the main pollutions, pollutants in the city. Those are the 1991 past century, and we are here right now. In this period of time, we have the worst envir environmental crisis in history in the city. So, was possible to take to take a really difficult decisions to change things in the city, which is restrictions on car circulation once per week and changing in the technology in the cars and the quality of, of gas in the city. And right now we are here, which the, the effort has been more or less this in order to um, put out of circulation in the city cars very old and buses very old. We are not finished yet, but it's working on. So you have here each decision and what impact the decision has in or, or had in the evolution of the pollution in the city. Those are uh, primary pollutants trends in the city. Obviously, our problem is this one, NAOX. This is the main problem for us right now. But the others are in the correct trend to control them. In the middle, you have more cars. So it's really difficult to have this kind of results with more cars and two crises in the middle in the Mexican history, the recent ones. <laughs> okay, those are the same figures, the information per day, how many hours are you up or below in a zone. Uh, the comparison with other cities of Mexico, they have less than half of the, uh, the number of cars that we have. So it's important 
to keep in mind what's going on in, in each city of the, the country. Uh, this Monterrey, for instance, the north, and Guadalajara. And we are here in PM 10. Well, um, and we have a very largest innovative uh, and efficient, I would say, air quality moni monitoring network in, in Mexico City. It's possible to follow the information through internet and it's open to, and it's transparent for everyone. Uh, 2009, you have visibility more or less 15 kilometers, not always, Yesterday we have a terrible day in Mexico, but this is a, an average per year. And more than 50% of health days against 10%. So it's working on. So we should man maintain the, the, the policy about this. Public spaces given the common God to, the, to its rightful owners, the people. Um, this is Garibaldi. Do you remember the mariachis or not? Have you visited that? No, not really? Okay. This a we are building right now you know, a, a new project, which is this is the, the, the very important place in, in the city. Here you are going to have the Tequila and Mezcal Museum. They are going to serve also for the people who visit here. And to have uh, the mariachi school here, this is look that's that's the reality right now this is the monumental revolution we are in the centennial of the mexican revolution was abandoned and the place uh, and the square also so we are rebuilding this with local founts so this is the kind of development that we have today this is another strategy in order to open the, the free the, the, the streets of the downtown area and to put the streets to the people, not only for the cars. So here is the, the previous situation, and right now it's like this in Regina, which is a beautiful, beautiful street on the downtown area. Madero. Madero was one of the most important connections between uh, other communications, imp important communications in the city through the downtown area. Here is the Zócalo, I mean the main square in the, in the city, and we closed this, this street to the cars. was a great step forward. Never happens in the history of the city. So you have you have here Bellas Artes, and this is the Madero is the connection between Bellas Artes and the the Zócalo and the National Palace and Cathedral. So this this is the 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 way it looks today. We are working in a project like this to make the, the streets really friendly for the people, or more friendly. This is the Basilica de Guadalupe. 
the project which is currently in place to improve all the space, the public spaces around the, the basilica which were really in bad shape. This is the current state. This is going to be the new uh, public spaces in the Basilica of Guadalupe. The other thing is to help the people walking. This is a street in, the, in, in Mexico City. So it's just a heroic thing to go through this <laughs> to the other part. So we are doing this in order to protect and defend the, the, the walking people. It's not easy, but we are doing several streets and avenues. Um, okay, in Reforma we have uh, several towers and financial expansion, global offices and, and corporations. We are going to have 17 towers there in the next five years. Like this one, which is our, I think, uh, Rogers' work in Mexico City, which is a, uh, the, a new tower for BBVA and other banks. What about mobility? Pedestrian before cars. Well, it's not so easy, but we are trying to do it. We were talking about Bogota and other cities. We are trying all those kind of things. This, which is uh, the, the main avenue of the, of the city, closed the Sundays for the people. Then the bikes. We have only 1% of the trips of the in the city by bike in 2007. The one of the lowest in the worldwide. So we, we want to increase from 1% to 5% to 2012, the term of the administration. Uh, now, right now we have the public individual transportation system, which is ECOVICI, the name in Mexico City, with similar to other cities in Europe mainly. Those are the stations. This is... Um, Avenida, uh, I mean, neighborhood named Condesa. This is a Reform Avenue, Reforma. So those are the uh, public stations for use for the, the, the people who choose the, the bike to connect themselves to their office and public transportation facilities. Right now we are here. We have 9,000 bike um 9000 people using this system every day the cost is about this and we are going to have 24000 people affiliate to the system we are going to expand this in the next month and the idea is simple to integrate these bike systems to the rest of the public transportation facilities of the city uh, the old taxis in Mexico City has been another nightmare. <laughs> so to change this, you have cars, very old ones. So we remove more than 68,000 cars in the last past, the past three years. 
the subway we are building a new line in subway mainly with local resources it will be 24.6 kilometers in addition to 200 kilometers that we already have um, this is the new line of the city which is the south uh, Tlahuac, Iztapalapa the central part of the uh, of the city and this is going to be here in the crowd in the, in the most crowded part of Álvaro Obregón so this is the connection between this and this several subway lines are going to be integrated to the same system Thi this cannot be sold by bus rapid system why why so because you don't have the space here to do it this is the metrobus the bus rapid system of the city this is the line number one which is the largest largest one this is the number two line which connects the east with the west and now under construction line number three which is going to be here to connect this number of kilometers was 23 20 and now we are going to have more than twice uh, and we are building the new one number three again with local resources so uh, we are trying to make those lines a hundred percent accessible for the people disabled which is not easy but we have our regulations about this this was the station in the east of the, uh, in the west of the city in Iztapalapa before the the line number two and this now is like this so it's a great change in the in the spaces of the city as far as we can uh, advance with the the lines of this kind of buses um, what about the missions we are measuring the, the reduction that we can prove so those are the figures per year in the number one and the number two lines now we put out the uh, buses who were in in ex central and we are using this kind of time race we have also a plan in order to reduce the consumption on of uh, energy in the city we present the climate action program two years ago um, we propose 26 mitigation actions 12 adaptation adaptation actions and six communications actions this is the pie of the emissions carbon dioxide in the city <coughs> those are th this is the the cost or the investment needed to reach the goals that we proposal 5.6 billion dollars um, there are several actions not only 
the transportation initiatives, but also the solar energy in, in the city and other initiatives that, that the, the, the goal is to reduce 7 million tons. Already we are in 756, 768 tons per year, but we should increase in the next, this year and the next year in order to reach the goal of the administration. We request to the national governments, which are, as you know, they are going to be in Cancun, uh, winter, spring break for them. Uh, we are requesting them to empower the cities, provide capacities and resources, new financial mechanisms, recognize, recognize local action in national climate strategies, and strengthen local action through easier, easier access to funding. So we are organizing a meeting in Mexico City before the Cancun summit in order to present a common proposal from the local, local authorities to the national government and to pressure them because we are wasting time and the risk that we have is in front of us. So it's not possible to sit down and wait to guess when are they going to have a new treaty. I don't expect this in, in Cancun and maybe it's going to take several years. And the men in the meanwhile, what? Well, we can do a lot of things in the cities. And thank you very much for your attention. Time for some questions. Um, I'll take two or three together. I think one there. Your question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I was just wondering. One, one of the greatest successes of the uh, of your government has been increasing the governability of the city. But despite this, we have episodes like the one in Tepito yesterday and the one that's continuing today. I was wondering. Um, what do you propose to tackle this violence, both in the city and in the rest of the country? Thank you. One over there. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, my question is, uh, what are the policies or innovations that the government has done in terms of uh, fighting the informal trade in the streets of Mexico City? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I'm referring to the first slides that uh, put in several, let's say, issues together from education, innovation, then we have social sustainability, etc., etc. Et How do you, let's say, integrate each other? And linked to this one will be, do you have a common database that will let you develop your vision or your strategy? This means the component of uh, social inclusion. How do you justify each other at the poverty in the city? And then how you see the city in relation with the, in the future relation with the, let's say, region or district? Thank mm. you. Thank you. 
And that's the fourth question, just over the lady over there. <coughs> Thank you. But my question is around healthcare reform and access to medicines for the, the common people in the city. Clearly, you've invested a lot with 30 hospitals and so on. What influence have you been able to bring to bear in the broader sense to improve access to medicines and general health care? Easy questions. So, we are plenty, plenty of time. I have 10 minutes or something. Like that. Okay, let, let's say, uh, what about the, the violence? Uh, as, well, the, the general strategy in the city is if we increase social inclusion, you reduce the frustration and the potential to violence. This is a, a cor correlation between both ideas. Um, normally, usually, in the city, we never use the force or at least it's an extreme last option in the city. It's in the, a very tolerant city and I think should be in this way for the next years. What happens yesterday, it's a very strange thing because the real reason for the protest was several operativos made by several authorities, mainly um, general attorney office. And uh, so they are fighting for a tolerance for illicit actions in the city. That's the real reason. So they, they started the protest and spent 15 hours saying we want to negotiate, waiting for the night. So the night arrives, so I give the order from London to use the force and you know, break through in order to restore the normal situation. There are no wounded people. Um, we present to the authorities, the General Attorney Office 63, mainly, uh, people who is selling marijuana on the streets. This is their main business. And right now it's a normal situation in the, in, in the Tepito zone because we cannot allow them to impose to the city a rule like this. This is my territory, you cannot send the police or whatever. But it's an, ex it's an exceptional case. No, normally we, we don't have those kind of confrontations in the city. That's why yesterday the people were, what's going on? Incidentally, I'm in London, so I don't know. Um, let's say that we are building a social inclusion system in order to reduce the trends of the violence in our city. We have that's the reason why we are investing uh, such amount of money in, in the educational front or field or expanding the free access to, to Medicare in the city. The informal trade, 
informal, informal or illegal trade? Well, let's say we are doing this. You have, you have a city with 9 million people with more than 16,000 per capita income and you have another city, four or five million people in the, in the, in the ring of the city, below 6,000. Six so the pressure in the city is very high. And so we are, what are we doing? First of all, we moved something like 15,000 informal, uh, informal vendors in the downtown area of, of Mexico City, offering them new places to uh, sell things, but within the law. So you should pay the light, the taxes, you know. Is it working? Well, we have one of the largest organization of informal vendors Right now, they have their, their own company. They started to import from China two months ago. And so they have the difference between the price in the streets and the price in China for them. So it's our great hope to give them the way to play with the rules of the law. Let me say that uh, sometimes it's not very easy with the taxes people because they don't understand really the I IRS in Mexico. It's complex, the, the way to make ta taxation for those kinds of vendors. But we are advancing with them. And we are doing the same thing right now in the subway. We have 2,000 people selling things inside the subway which is not allowed by the law. So we are offering them special posts in, in the subway, fixed posts, commercial ones, to rent for them. And it's working on, not without resistance. Because always it's better to be inside a wagon, a, a train, instead of in a rental local which costs to you, logical. So we are tr trying this. And the, the other thing is to confiscate the main commercial facilities for the people who put the money and the logistic for illegal operations, like, you know, the, the shoes from China who are in this downtown area of Mexico City, thousands of them. Uh, black market, if you wish, of Chinese um, shoes without any permission, any tax paid or whatever. It's clearly illegal. So we confiscated the, the main building and the owner right now it's in, in a judicial process against them Mexico City government. I hope that we are going to win. So those are the kind of measures that we are taking. Um, your question, which is a complex one, how to, 
which is the link or how to link one thing with another. I, I think the basement of all the strategy is social inclusion. Inequalities are going to get, as a result, more violence in the city in the, in the short term, in the middle term. So social, social inclusion, inclusion means expand educational facilities in the city, expand the access to the Medicare, um, um, avoid the situation of the most more vulnerable people, like, like the disabled people, fight for equity between women and, and men, recognize the, the rights of everyone. Well, this is social inclusion as an idea and a strategy in, in the city. Second, you need what? A dynamic economy, innovation, investments, mm, a knowledge city in order to produce the, the resources that you are going to need to build a new site and more egalitarian that you, you want. But what about if you have the basement and you have the economy, what happens with the long term? You need the green approach, your climate action program, which are linked with them. And finally, the result of all of those decisions are security for the people, as human security, not only safety matters. And we have the information to do it, yes. And we have a master plan to, to reach those goals, yes. We have it. Well, you connect all the systems of the city. The, the, transport the public transportation facilities with the information of the Medica Medicare system, with educational one. So we have all the information to plan in our city. That's a real advantage right now. Finally, med Medicare and medicines for the people. Well, let's say, we in Mexico we have a very particular system because you have the Social Security Institute for the people which are working in the formal market. They have contracts and they are inside the, this kind of legal uh, workers. But on the other hand, you have the public servants. They have another institute. And what happens if you are not in one of two options for, for two institutes like this ones? Well, you are in an open system which is run in the city by us, the local government. It means 3.8 million people, 30 hospitals, 220 clinics, and a an, an very important strategy to guarantee the access of the people to the medica med medicines freely. 
So we are right now building this issue for those people, <coughs> 3.5 million people. Guarantee to them the free access to medicines. We are working on, and we are going to have it this year, I think. So thank you very much for your attention and for your passions. Okay, well, thank you very much for coming, and thank you very much for your presentation.